Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candice Dudley. And today I have Chef Angie on. She is the chef of Mindful Fork Meal Prep and Catering. I'm super excited to have her on because she um, has an extensive background in holistic food science and things like that. I'm going to let her um, tell you about that um, in a second, but we're excited to have her on and talk about eating healthier, but also give you ideas and tips that you can use in your own kitchen. Because I think this topic, nutrition and um, what we eat is something that we deal with all day long and it can, it can be draining or like uh, wearing on your mind to make decisions all day long. And so um, Chef Angie is here to help us out with that and give us ideas for uh, things that we can start implementing in our own kitchen. So welcome, Angie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Good morning. I don't know. You make, you make me sound so much more exciting than I really am. Um, I am the owner of Mindful Fork Meal Prep. I do catering service as well. Um, I've been in the food industry one way, shape or another pretty much since, well, really, if you want to date me since I was old enough to walk because my dad, it's family and friends were in the the food world as well and chefs and so forth. But I really um, reignited my passion for food um, back in like 2009, I think it, well, my, my passion for cooking in 2009 and then my passion for food in 2012. when I realized um, when I went back to school that I really don't know much about food as I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fantastic. And that's when I went back to school for, I wanted to focus more on functional holistics, just farm to fork meals. Oh, excellent. And you are based in Wisconsin, right? I am. I'm based in our kitchen is actually in River Falls. We're in the Innovation Center. Um, it's a brand new building. It's beautiful and has um, many different businesses within here. But the the shared kitchen space, uh, there's seven of us okay. back there, seven different businesses. Awesome. Okay. So if we dive right in, can you give us a just... I know that this could be its own show in and of itself, but why is eating whole foods? And maybe you can explain whole foods in case someone's new and they're not really sure what this lingo means. They haven't dove in yet. Um, why is that even important for us to consider? Well, first of all, I just want to preface it by saying that it's daunting when people try to start a life transition. And when you w- use words like whole foods, functional, holistic, organic, Um, it becomes so overwhelming that people tend to back away from it because they're like, well, what the heck does all of that mean? Does that mean I have to shop at certain places or in certain areas? And it is just as simplistic as eating from farm to fork. You could, you know, so, I mean, I, I tell people all the time, it depends on what level you're at. And I also warn people, it's a rabbit hole (laughs) of a deep, deep, dark, blissful, like you're never coming back from it once you go down it. And I think that you've probably experienced some of that in your um, life changing that you've done the last couple of years. And you realize like, holy smokes, I should have kept my blinders on and maybe just kept a little bit more simple. And it doesn't have to be daunting and it doesn't have to be scary. So I usually start with people who are just starting the transition by saying, just make it simple. I mean, and I know that this has been 
said a million times, like shop the outer parameters, like make sure that you're just buying vegetables and produce. So just start there, just start by buying the vegetables and the produce and the lean proteins. And then as you get deeper into the rabbit hole, you will find that there are a level of not all food is created equal. Um, and there is a lot of the stuff that you buy in the grocery store is traveling great distances to get to you versus being just a farm to fork. So farm to fork can be, mean anything. It could just mean I'm going to eat something that was grown in the ground, or it can mean I'm going to eat something that was grown by my neighbor. And that's kind of like the transition, particularly with COVID that I really just, not just myself, but a lot of us in this industry want to push. Um, I, and I don't, I mean, I've been to your neck of the woods a couple of times, but I mean, we're the Midwest, somebody in your neighborhood grows something, oh, somebody yeah. in your neighborhood cultivates something. I mean, I live in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and my neighbor, who's actually one of my suppliers for crying out loud, she grows shiitakes. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's like, you could get in, in King Trumper, like you can get amazing things yeah. from your neighbors. And, um, Unfortunately, they're not always the most visible folks in the world because it is a weird niche and we're not on TV food network and like we're not on those things yet to find us. But I promise you, somebody in your neighborhood is raising chickens that you can get your eggs from, is growing cabbage. You know, there's somebody out there. For sure. I've actually done that. Um, and I thought, I need some eggs. And I, and the person I got them from in town, uh, during a big storm a year ago, her, her eggs or her chickens aren't laying enough eggs. So she couldn't give us eggs anymore. And so I just used social media and I just posted, Hey, you know, Lake city, Minnesota friends is any, who, who can I get eggs from, or who can I get this from? And so I think, don't be shy about asking around someone either knows or they'll see it and they have it or someone knows someone who has it. I and imagine you had like 20 people on your feet yeah, in a minute. No, I have <laughs> eggs, farm fresh eggs. So probably yeah, one like block over too. from your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they bring up, you know, that's that small town feel. They bring them right to your door and a little neat little basket and bag. Yeah. No, ask around and use your resources because like you said, that's out there. So I really like that. And then what a great way to support the people around us too. Well, and that's like part of my plate is like getting people to realize like the distance that your food really travels and the, and the way that the food, the food system in this country, that's a whole other podcast for you and I, but it's oh, fundamentally oh. broken. Yes. Um, yeah. It's not right. It, there's something fundamentally wrong with it. And um, when, for instance, my family and I went on a road trip to, we were in South Dakota. We, we like spending time in South Dakota and we were leaving South Dakota. The weather was not great. And we were following this long hauler who had an open truck bed full of yellow onions in 50 pound bags that you easily buy at grocery stores. And we were in Rapid City, I believe. And the weather was not nice. And I said to my kids, my kids are a little bit different, obviously raised by mom, who's a little bit more conscious about that stuff. And I said, watch this truck. I said, I guarantee you we're following this truck all the way to the cities, all the way to Minneapolis, St. Paul area. And we stopped in, and I'm going to forget the name of the town, Sioux Falls. We stopped in Sioux Falls and I jumped out and the truck got out too. And I said, I said, Hey, can I, the trucker got out. I walked over there and I said, Hey, can I ask you a question? <laughs> I said, you coming from Selena? And he's like, yeah, about that area. Well, for those of you who don't know, Selena is like the capital of mass-produced produce um, for this country in California. Okay. So here this is, open bed truck, nothing protecting the onions. I mean, nothing, just like their containers. 
and nothing against a truck driver, but, you know, flicking cigarette butts out the window and all of the different toxins. So just something as simple as that, like putting that into perspective and breaking it down, like where it truly is coming from. Those are the things that you have to be aware of. And people need to realize that, um, you have farmers, amazing farmers that are at your local farmers markets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this country, this part of the country is getting even better. We're starting to um, implement hydroponic and aquaponic plants along, along the way, which, you know, gives us year round growing. Oh, awesome. I didn't even know about that. Oh yeah. They're fantastic. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love those tips. Shop the outside aisles of your grocery store. If you're just starting out, hit up farmers markets, ask around, find farms or neighbors or people growing things that you can get. And if you're just starting out, like just don't overthink things. Just keep it easy. I tell people all the time, like there's salad kits that you can go. My favorite, I buy them all the time. I live on them because I, they're like the cabbage, you know, and the kale, like salad kits and they come with the the dressing packets. I throw away the dressing packets because I prefer to make my own dressings. Um, they're not the greatest, but at least you have the fundamentals of the knife work is done by by going and purchasing that. And I put some grilled chicken on it, some shrimp, whatever, or or don't put anything on it. Just add more vegetables to it. It's it's right. really simple. It's simple. Yes. Yeah. Overthinking things complicates it and people get scared and then they decide that they don't want to do it anymore which is part of the reason why I opened mindful fork all those years ago so a lot of people don't like don't like to cook and don't want to do that but want to have that luxury and want to be able to eat differently or farm to fork based and that's um kind of how I got started so yes um so how about if we think about actually in the kitchen um are there swaps that you like that are simple for us are there Um, kitchen tools that you recommend. Um, What are some things like we're in the kitchen now we've, we've got our produce, we've got whatever, and we want to cook it. We want to do that part. What do we do? Yeah. Well, for starters, um, just knowing that you can buy some of that stuff pre-chopped and pre-diced for you, which takes, cause I love nice knife work. Don't get me wrong, but just knowing that not everybody likes to do the knife work. So if you don't want to do that, just buy the stuff pre-chopped, um, and and ready to go. Another idea is if you want to buy those salad kits, but you want to like maybe not eat the soybean oil that's in there, the canola oil or the other um, stuff that's in there, make your own salad dressing, make your, make your own vinaigrettes and vinaigrettes are extensive. um, um, And what I mean by that is like, you can make a bazillion different types of vinaigrettes with a very limited amount of ingredients. Um, I usually like mine with olive oil, red wine vinegar, um, Dijon mustard is a must in all of them. Um, Garlic, salt, pepper, a little bit of honey in there and boom, you have like the easiest um, vinaigrette. You can even do that and add some orange marmalade for some sweetness in there. I mean, there's like a million different things, versions that use literally red wine vinegar and olive oil. Yes, I like that. I'm trying to think now like protein. I kind of stink at making that. It gets dry, It whatever. (laughs) Like what can you, what can I do that? Keeps it nice and and moist and fun. I think people are trained, my family, my sister, my mom are one of them, to believe that chicken thighs are fatty and gross and we don't like them. I'm going to tell you right now, the simplest um, turn you can make is I loathe the chicken breast. I cannot stand them. I think that that is like the number one mistake. Things get dried out. But if you do want to use chicken breast, you can marinate them. Um, And um, the marination process is actually pretty simple. You need 
to have a fat, you need to have an acid, you need to have herbs. Yeah, so the marination process is pretty simple. As long as you have those three key ingredients, you have your fat, your acid, and your herbs. And it doesn't have to be fresh herbs. It's just, just seasoning in general, something that you'd like to, to um, marinate. And I usually do garlic. I love using lime juice um, as my marinade. So flank steak is actually my favorite cut of meat. Um, and it's my favorite thing to make in bulk and to have for salads, street tacos, whatever it may be for the week that you need to get through for your meal prep. It's actually the only cut of beef that I use steak-wise that I use in my meal prep services here. Um, and I marinate that with olive oil, garlic, salt, pepper, lime juice, um, and sometimes I'll throw in like jalapenos in there. But tell me about your, your actual meal prep service. Like I already know about them because I am a huge fan and love to get them. But tell me um, if somebody, let's say someone local, someone in Wisconsin, someone in the area, maybe you can say what areas you reach um, or where they could go for this. But how could we reach you? How do we um, find you? And, and what is that service? Corner, it, says, it will say my name. Hey, thanks for being here and for all the great tips. Um, <laughs> can you tell us? about your um, meal prep services and where someone can find you if they're in the area and want to know more? Sure, so we're located in River Falls. Um, we service a lot of different areas. I've delivered to Lake City for your amazing group of people down there, a bunch of teachers um, that were down there. So, and Red Wing and all the way up to like Summerside. And you have a website? I do, it's mindfulforcatering.com. And then you can reach me on Facebook. Yeah, oh. we're located there. And we do a lot of things that are farm to fork based. And I work with a lot of different local suppliers and vendors as much as possible. And so most of my meals are predominantly gluten-free, dairy-free. Um, the only nut allergy I have is you. So I haven't <laughs> had any nut allergies, but sometimes with nut allergies and obviously, um, knowing that I can't guarantee stuff, but we are mostly um, always unless marked on the on the menu, gluten-free and dairy-free okay. as well. Yeah, I wish I could have gotten some more tips for you because I was, that that's, everybody just needs to learn to keep it simple. And yeah. there's all kinds yeah. of different options out there. And um, that's how I started actually. I started teaching classes and doing meal prep for newly diagnosed type one and type two diabetics that had to learn how to re-eat and rethink things. Okay. So your website, Facebook, thanks so much for being here. Um, I'll link those in the show notes for our listeners and we will have to have you on again another time to, to dive into some more tips and, and talk about our food system. That would be a yeah. great topic. I want to know more. <laughs> All right. To the listeners, have a better brave day. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner, or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.